quarantine, you know the vibes. Zoom. Yo, what's up? This is Coyle Ray. This is Quarantine Questions, episode four with Rap TV. Tune in, everything cozy. And uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah. You can quarantine the body, but you can't quarantine my soul. So what's good, y'all? We got Coyle Ray in the virtual building with Quarantine Questions on Rap TV. And I'm your host, Proto Goat. It's nice to meet you. How's it going? It's good. It's good. It's good to, uh, you know, meet the people behind the page. I feel like that's so important, you know? Like, you guys are, are fucking are superstars like us. So I feel like it's very, very important we have this moment with each other. I appreciate that. That's humbling. And I got to start off by asking, is everything still cozy? Everything's cozy. Ain't shit changed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everything cozy, you know. By the way, congratulations on your recent releases. You got Messi out, you got The Hills, and your latest single, Better Days, dropped last week on the 29th, right? Right. What's the reception on that? How are people feeling about it? Um, It's going crazy, honestly. I mean, you know, I'm getting a lot of support. Shout out to the whole Triller fam and TikTok fam for supporting me on uh, Better Days. Shout out to Fetty Wap, you know, like everybody loves to see the jersey come together and the songs fire. Um, I just made a TikTok dance up last week or whatever, and it's been going crazy. I got all my fucking friends on TikTok doing this shit, so it's lit. Can, can, can you can you show us how it goes real quick? Can't show you because <laughs> the way the bottom part of my body set up right now, got like got I got you. clothes on. You know, I never did a video chat in a minute. No worries. So I just threw a hat on real quick. <laughs> You're chilling. You're cozy right now, you know? Yeah, I'm cozy. I'm super cozy. Like, y'all just, you know, y'all might start going getting a little crazy over there if y'all see, y'all see this booty. <laughs> you know? But yeah, I mean, honestly, look, I got to ask you something that everyone is thinking right now, and you can be completely honest. Ask me it's what better, It's better days about Trippy Red. Um, hmm. So let's just say I made this song on Christmas Day. Okay. And um, a lot of the songs, you know, the breakup prior to that was like, like three months. It was like three months. And we broke up and then three months later, it's Christmas and I made the song. So, okay. you know, I've made songs. It's like probably over five songs that I fucking made about him. You know what I'm saying? Because I write through experience. <laughs> yeah. I go to the studio yeah. and I write what comes to mind. Um, it's authentic. Better Days was just on some shit like the final breakout. Like you know getting over somewhere getting over someone you have chapters of getting over someone and yeah, i just felt sure. like better days you know was just my moment the day on christmas just not being with my family just thinking about overall everything just you know like of course the whole love situation just even just dealing with the, my friends and just dealing with real shit yeah. like so all that in one so yes it's it's about it's not fully about him but he plays a big part in that song okay and when, when was the last time you talked to him uh, last time I spoke to Trippy, I don't even know. I haven't spoke to Trippy in a minute. Probably since when he, oh, when he put Koi, when he dropped Koi. Because everything was cool. Like, you know, like we was just, you know, like it ain't no hate. I don't hate him. He don't hate me. But it's like when he dropped Koi, it was just, I thought we were done. You know, like I thought it was over. Mm -hmm. But it just wasn't. And I just, at, at a moment, it just kept, like, you know, you really got feelings for somebody. You just got to just think about it like, Nigga, I really fuck with you outside of this music shit, you know? So at this mm -hmm. point, mm -hmm. it got me questioning, like, did you really fuck with me? Or did you, it's just a clout move. Like, is this for clickbait? Like, I know he's going to, his numbers is going to go regardless. 
But I mm-hmm. mean, compared to exclamation point and that love letter to you with my names on it mm-hmm. and all the fucking controversy, like kids love drama. So he knew what he mm-hmm. was doing on that, on that or whatever. Yeah. So I was just like, bro, why the fuck are you fucking doing this to my life? Leave me alone. <laughs> True. And um, I mean, shit, there's ups and downs, you know, in every relationship. But uh, what's one misconception about Trippy Red that people will be surprised to know? Um, like, he's actually like, like outside of the whole, like this demonic demon fucking weird shit that people would consider weird. Like he's really like that nigga, like I can pray with him. You know what I'm saying? Like we can get on our knees and pray to God and I will feel like it's real. Like, I don't, I'm not saying it's fake. Because when I ask, he's like six electrons, neutrons and all that other shit. So I don't know, but Mm. I personally don't think that he's a bad person. I don't think that he believes in the devil. I don't think that he puts like that, you know, cause I wouldn't be with nobody like that. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have my Bible and my mother goes to church all the time. I got my little, um, you know, God's flesh and his blood. Mm-hmm. My mom, he's like a box of these things. Like I don't play when it comes to that. So I think that overall he's not as crazy as people seem. You just got to really get to know. Him. Okay. Facts. So y'all still cordial or whatever. Nah, I don't speak to homie. But you know what? It's just funny that you, I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of people judge me based off of my ex. Like they'd be like, mm-hmm. you know, like even just getting into new conversations with niggas and niggas be like, hold on. Like that's the type of niggas you like, you know, cause you know, mm-hmm. Trippy's like rock yeah, star. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like realistically, if you just take away that whole artist vibe and just look at him as a person, you just be like, all right, like this nigga's, he's, he's cool. He's just young, you know, that's the only True. thing. And speaking about better days, it features Fetty Wap, you know. How did you guys link up for that? Um, we linked up through management. His people was hit D or whatever. They said we need to get in the studio and work. They got this um says they had like their producers and they're on his team. And I pulled up, I was in Jersey, you know, and we did a song. And mm-hmm. then I ended up playing him Better Days. I've been sitting on Better Days for a while. So I'm just like, you know, mm-hmm. it just felt right. The, the moment felt right. And I played it for him and mm-hmm. he fell in love with it. And he laid the verse and like, and that shit was like, what's oh, it? Yeah. And do you, do you guys uh, plan on dropping a music video for it or? Oh, yeah. This quarantine shit fucked everything up. We would have had to like, <laughs> done already, but I couldn't get the jersey. So I had to make Facts. the best. But we have an animated mm-hmm. video. Okay. No doubt. I mean, yeah, I feel like you guys should still do something after all this, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. As soon as this is over, that's the first thing I'm going. It's a jersey. We're going to shoot that shit. We, we we painting the whole jersey with that video. No cap. We're going to get bad, the fans bad. involved in everything, for real. And speaking of quarantine, this is quarantine questions. So, you know, we got to ask you, what have you been doing during the whole lockdown situation? Uh, I've been working. I'm here at Dolo. Um... You know, I live in this big ass house and I'm just finding ways to be creative. Like I'm about to drop merch around better days. So when you see these t-shirts, you're going to be like, cause they're fucking fire. I'll make sure I send you yours. Okay. Let's get it. And you know, I just, I've been recording. I got my studio downstairs. So I record, I cook. I've been doing cooking with Koyla Ray. That's on YouTube going crazy about the okay. episode where, okay. so, and, um, you know what's so funny? Let me tell you something. So my cleaning people came and cleaned my house today, right? And mm-hmm. it's just so funny. Like <laughs> my dildo is just sitting on my bathroom. Just, <laughs> just chilling. Just, yeah, out. just chilling. So I know they're like, oh yeah, this bitch is really quarantining. <laughs> Sheesh. Quarantine and chilling by yourself, huh? 
quarantine and the vibe and get out work done, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. Are you, um, you live in Atlanta, right? No, I live in California. Oh, okay. You went, you lived in Atlanta for a little bit, right? Yeah, when I signed my deal, you know, I went, I was trying to, you know, I like to budget. I'm all about better for the budget. So I went to go get a bag mm-hmm. for my buck out there, get a nice crib, figured mm-hmm. all the producers was out there. And I come to realize, nigga, all the producers out here. On top mm-hmm. of that, it's more cops and police games over there. So I had to really choose, like, nigga, bye. Like, fuck that. I don't got time for no mm-hmm. police. Especially in Cobb County. Hell no. What part of California are I'm in like ten minutes, Calabasas, Woodland areas, like okay. Woodland, like borderline right there. That's like Valley, right? Yeah, I think so. Sort of, like kinda. Valley. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see you sipping over there. What's that? This is my little Shutter Holmes. Oh. It's a classic. Yeah. yeah, it's a classic. My mom be drinking these shit, so I just you know, look. I'm home. I'm on quarantine. Hey, what better time to do it? <laughs> Y'all crazy. So most people know that you grew up in Jersey, but a lot of people don't know that you were actually born in Boston, Massachusetts, in Roxbury. How was growing up in that area? Um, well, I don't remember. I'm not going to lie. I was mad young. I probably moved when I was like six. But mm-hmm. I know I always went back. Like, that's where all my family is. So I don't have... When my dad had Source Magazine, we moved out of Boston. And we was like mm-hmm. always 30 minutes from the city. So we had New York. We was in Jersey. So make mm-hmm. the story short, every vacation, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, we'll always go back to uh, Boston, go see my grandmother, my cousins and everything. Okay. Like, it's still the same. No cap. Like, even when we go now, like, it's still the same. It's still, you know, it ain't it ain't the best. It ain't the prettiest. You know, it's my family from the hood out there in Boston. So, but I'm going to always love it. Like, it's home, you know. And they got good ass fucking seafood every time I go. And Chinese food? For real? <laughs> What's, okay, if... if if I go to Boston right now, what, what would you suggest that I get? Uh, pecan house. You got to get lobster sauce. Okay. But I'm going to write that down. No doubt. And, and you grew up with, with five brothers, right? How'd that affect your personality, you think, growing up? You know, ladies love me. And, <laughs> you know, like, I just... Ladies love LeRae. <laughs> ladies love LeRae. And then, like, you know, like, my, my five brothers would make you understand on why... I move how I move and why I don't have no motherfucking girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up, I'm, I, tough love. I grew up around a whole bunch of tough love. And uh, and also, like, a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't know this either, but Ben Zeno's actually your dad, which is fucking crazy when I found out about that shit. Um, what age did you realize? <laughs> I don't know. Just, I never thought. But um, what age did you realize, like, your dad is a famous rapper? Like, at what point? My dad never was a famous rapper to me, honestly. My dad was rapping when I was young. So, like, my dad was always a, okay. um, a, a businessman. Like, I looked at him. Mm-hmm. And he had, like, the Source Awards yeah. and all these fucking rappers and chains and fucking award trophies and shit. Like, I was really not too hip to understand what was going on. All we did was just mm-hmm. have fun. Like, we, has, we just had a big-ass house, and the nigga was never home. And my mother had money, so she was doing what she do. We live right around the corner mm-hmm. from John Rule, so Brittany's still my best friend still to this day. And okay. we just was living like rich fucking kids in the white neighborhood. And then I lived next to T- Teddy and Danielle, I'll never forget. And it was just like, you know, but I know, like, I, I am a fan of some of his music because growing up as I got older, 
he stayed making music. He said, I don't care mm-hmm. if I do radio. Like one thing I always knew about him, he said, I don't give a fuck about no radio. Who don't listen to my shit? I make music because I love it. And he be having some hot little, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to redo Rock the Party. No cap. Hey, you should. You should. What do you, what do you, did he used to play his songs in the house and stuff? Nah, I was listening to kids bop and shit. My dad was not, <laughs> my dad was okay. not like, he wasn't on that, like he was rapping, but he wasn't coming home like a rapper. He was coming yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like him and Dave Mays had Source booming. And I was, that's what I remember when the Source was booming. I, I remember him rapping, okay. but I remember the money was really flowing and going crazy from the Source. That was like the golden era of magazines, honestly. Yeah, he came home with like this big ass mic trophy looking shit and the hand was wrapped around it and that's when i was like all right like this shit is like this shit look like a gold you know i was young it was like so beautiful yeah and i'm like yeah, yeah. and you must have been you must you must have been like what like nine or ten years old when yeah. you had the whole beef with eminem and that went down do you remember that happening yeah no nah, i was young i was young i heard my mom and dad split when i was like at least like what 10 11 so once they split it was like you know we went this way we went that way mm-hmm. And that's when, um, you know, I had to figure it out. Everybody, it was every man for themselves at that point. Things, you know, people started losing. My, You know, my dad didn't have the source no more. And, you know, my mom had to figure out different things. And, you know, we all, I, I look at it as a blessing because it humbled me and my family, uh, everybody mm-hmm. around us. And, and it, I, I tell myself, I'm like Hannah Montana. I live the best of both worlds. So I had everything I ever wanted. And then when it was all mm-hmm. gone, it was just like food stamps and fucking, like I moved out on my own when I was like 17. And just made it by. Damn. But I love my dad. You know, mm-hmm. my dad, my dad was the first person I reached out to when I asked him. I said, you know, and this is I'm always like, me and him don't have the best relationship, but that's my dog. Like that nigga's an OG and I can mm-hmm. learn I learned a lot and still learn a lot from him. And um, but he told me, he said, you know, you gotta change your lyrics. Like if you want me to help you, you gotta change your lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, see ya. And now look <laughs> and he still support, sure. like, I see you. Shit, and a lot of people don't know this either, but your dad was actually the one that leaked that old audio of Eminem saying the N-word on Old Foolish Pride and almost got him completely canceled. I didn't know that. That, yeah. Yo, yeah. Adam just did an interview in the fucking, on Vlad TV, the fucking headline said, why Adam never interviewed Benzino. I'm like, what the fuck? I click it. He's like... He's like, yeah, like, you know, I, I never knew Adam and my dad known each other. Like, I ain't know mm-hmm. nothing about mm-hmm. this world mm-hmm. so small. So I just be thinking, like, damn, a lot of people really do know me based off my dad. But some people probably just don't want to overstep boundaries or feel like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why I just got to keep going hard and get my name out there so niggas could just be like, huh? Like, that's Coyler Ray's dad. That's not Benzino's daughter. That's Coyler Ray's dad, nigga. Facts. But did you grow up hating Eminem or not? You didn't even care. No, I didn't understand. I grew, yo, I'm, the school I went to was full of fucking white people. I didn't understand. Like, what the fuck, nigga, you want me to, like, are you kidding me? The reason why we moved to Hackensack is because my older brother was like, mom, I just want to be around some white, some black kids. Like, we in this white neighborhood, like, you know, Eminem, I don't know what the fuck is, like, what did he do? Fuck my dad's bitch? Like, why did my dad get so mad? Like, if the nigga was racist, I don't know. I do know that when I was like, old enough to understand later on i heard him say like say my brother's name in a song so i was like i'll mm-hmm. beat Ailey up fuck out of here I, I was a little hood rat in hackersack too nigga we, we, we done moved out to fucking i was like where Haley at where Haley at but that was it since y'all the same age ain't it yeah i think so that's crazy 
But shit, that's funny. That's wild as shit. But anyways, moving on to um some happier times. I know for a fact that your favorite cartoon of all time is Courage the Cowardly Dog, right? Oh, yeah. Is there a specific reason? Bro, he's the smallest fucking scariest thing ever. But no matter what, he was loyal to fucking Mario. And his mean ass fucking, uh, what's the dad's name? The, the grandpa? forgot he was mean yeah, to him Miriam held him down and it don't matter what came his way that nigga was he he did what he had to do to take care of his fucking family and protect his family he was loyal he was loyal loyalty me everything to me no cap facts so moving on to your music career would you say that your first song to really take off was G-A-N yeah um the first song I recorded was called fuck nigga prayer and then that I know I just couldn't say that yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. I have that. Yeah, so the first one's called Fuck Nigga Prayer. And that gave me a little bit of, like, you know, my, my from my city, like, back in Hackensack and Jersey and Burton County, niggas started knowing me. And then I linked up with Neek, and we shot goofy-ass niggas. And it was just like, sheesh. Like, I don't know. Everybody was just like, huh? That video was kind of cool, too, for what it was. Like, in the little house party. Look at the throwback. That was I was a big boy. You see my little braids? Yeah, <laughs> I was drunk as fuck in that video, <laughs> bro. Yeah, I was. That's tight. And then, and then you said, and then you said that uh, G A N was actually inspired by A Boogie. How was that? Because A Boogie, he's like really one of my favorite artists and lyricists, lyricists. Mm -hmm. Because and like how he, how he say what he say and put his mute like put the shit in the melodies is like amazing. So I always listen to A Boogie, but I always be mm -hmm. like, damn, like. He used to talk so crazy. I used to felt like he was talking to me. Like I know every woman felt like that because he would he didn't give a fuck. He made that yeah. shit clear. Like stop like DT and don't trust bitches or like 99, mm -hmm. 99 messages. Like, I got 99 problems and messages. Like so I just got tired of the nigga. Like, yo, bro, you're not gonna just keep shitting on us. No cat. Like <laughs> somebody gotta come come at y'all. Like, no cat. Like y'all not about to just keep shitting on us woman because he's speaking facts. Nigga, I'm getting mad now. Like Telling it so that was kind of like your response to it, right? Yeah, it was kind of like, you know, like, uh, it wasn't, well, it wasn't a response to him because that song was actually inspired by some goofy ass niggas and mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. stop calling my phone type shit. <laughs> and, you know, but if you hear me when I say, if, um, I'm like, hop on the track, what I say, I told him like, hop on the track. Next time you say something on the track, and that was directed to a boogie, like niggas talking mm. on the track. I don't know. I said something like that. If you go to the lyrics, you're gonna see it. And I was talking about a boogie, like nigga, you wanna hop on the track? Fuck out of here, nigga. Like we gotta, we gotta go neck to neck. I'm, you wanna talk about that bitches? I'm gonna let you know about goofy ass niggas. Period. There you go. There you go. And then fucking uh, Huddy took you to the next level, basically, right? So went from that to Huddy. Huddy kind of like next year. For real. For real. Oh shit! I didn't know it was that impactful. Cool. Speak on that a little bit. Yeah, nigga, Huddy made me a millionaire. Nobody ever knows. I got the best deal of two thousand and fucking uh, two thousand and when I signed my deal, two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. So I got the best deal of two thousand eighteen. I was the most talked about, and all I, I met with every label from nigga Warner, Def Jam, fucking Cillium, fucking uh. It's like so much. Caroline, Columbia. Like, I met with all 12 labels, literally. Me and D, we was all up in there. That's tight. And I ended up going with Republic. And Huddy made me a millionaire. And 
gave me. Yeah, that's on it. And the thing, and the thing about Huddy too is like, so if you go back and you listen to the first one, and then you listen to Huddy, right? You listen to GAN, you listen to Huddy, you can clearly see the growth there. Like Huddy is way more of a polished track, right? So when you were actually in the process and the mindset of making that song, how did that come about the creation of Huddy? Excuse me. Well, the more I stayed in the studio, the more I got better. So I know, like, mm -hmm. I was with shout to Knock Two. He produced the beat. He had was like, "Yo, I got some shit, ice cream paint job vibes from Dora," and I was like, "Or some, what's his mm -hmm. name? Is that his name? Ice cream? Yeah, yeah, it's Dora. Yeah, Dora. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, word. Like, all right, bet. Yeah, yeah buddy. Five word. So I'm like, all right. And then around that time, everybody was talking about Huddy. Everything like Huddy, like that bitch is Huddy. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, no. So I put it in a song and I wrote that shit up right then and there. We recorded it. So Huddy is a, a slang term from Jersey? Yeah, New York. New York. New York? Yeah. But And then the music video was clearly, like the music video was clearly an ode to the original Ice Cream Paint Job. Yeah. Um, like, was that your shit when it first dropped? Like back in the day? Do you remember? Honestly, Huddy is not my favorite song. I'm not even going to lie to you. I, I appreciate Huddy for what it's done and what it's brought, but I'm not going to lie. I ain't even want Huddy to be the first song I ever wanted to drop because I make so much music and I just feel like, mm -hmm. you know, like I don't know, sometimes I want to sing, sometimes I want to rap, sometimes I want to fucking mosh pit. So at that time, I felt like I had so much more melodic shit that was just, and everybody was mm -hmm. like, nah, bro, Huddy's the one. They like, yo, all right, all right, bet. We did it. The ice cream trucks. Which one did you want to? I wanted to drop. No, sir. No, go ahead. Go tell, talk about the ice cream trucks real quick. Well, I was going to tell you the ice cream trucks. That was like on accident. So we ended up going to New York and Brooklyn. And we were shooting like on the block type shit. And the next, you know, we see the ice cream truck mm -hmm. thing. And we asking them like, yo, like, can we use your ice cream trucks or whatever? So we spent like $100 on ice cream and they just was riding around. And we got that footage with them and I got on top of the truck. So it came out like, God, nigga, God got plans. Like, it should just happen. Because if it wasn't for them ice cream trucks, on the spot. Shits, man, went viral, went viral. Tough, tough. And what, what was um what was the song that you wanted to go with instead of Huddy? Uh, I don't even, at that time I had like, so I got a lot of songs on SoundCloud. So when I dropped sound, so mm. whenever I dropped Huddy, and the next, right after on SoundCloud, whatever I dropped is what I wanted, which I think was like by myself or some shit like that. It was really more so like me, like not saying Huddy wasn't me because I mm -hmm. made it, but you know, that's that what that's that LA vibe. I'm from Jersey, like nigga on top of that. I like to get talk a little bit more grittier, so but it worked out. I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. And that was a learning lesson right there. Listen to your team. Man. I'm glad I did. Dope, dope. And you've also said that you wanted to work with Maroon 5 and you've had the plain white tees on your playlist and you've been influenced by Lady Gaga, right? Oh, yeah. Have you had a chance to work with any of them in the pop world or anybody else similar to that? I've only been signed for like a year and a half. That's what's so crazy. It feel like people probably be feeling like I've been doing this shit forever. Like I just activated my- For a minute, right? <laughs> Where I activated my IG October, 2017. That was the day I activated it and became Koi LeRae. So Koi is my first name. LeRae is my middle name. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to just start this rap shit. So, like, you know, I, I ain't work with a lot of people. Like, a lot. Mm -hmm. But, like, as you can mm -hmm. see, nigga, I got damn near the whole motherfucking everybody's favorite artist watching and supporting my shit. I know album out. Like, sheesh, I love it. I love it. I'm so, so blessed because 
and it feels good and it makes me smile talking about it now because I could just imagine like what it's gonna be like when I do go ahead and link with them, you know? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. Like already mm-hmm. now, imagine then. Like I got the hottest niggas following me and always supporting me and showing love and telling me, like, yo, bro, I see you. Everybody just waiting for the music. That's all they wanna see. It's just being signed, you gotta just mm-hmm. move accordingly. So, you know, I'm trusting the process. And so you see yourself making that crossover then, right? Into the pop world eventually? Oh yeah, I'm a pop star for sure. I'm a pop star. Um, but see okay. me. So look, right, my my fan base from like woman to female, it's like 50-something woman and like 40-something male. And the reason why I mm-hmm. like, I like, I listen to, so I'm about to show you, all I listen to, literally, on my on my phone, Lil Got It, Cardi, Uzi, mm-hmm. Jack Boy, Drake, Lil AGs, G Herbo, Kodak, Pop Smoke, Juice, mm-hmm. like Key Glock. Smooth L, Roddy, Chief. Did I say Chief already? Always listen to Chief. Uh, NBA, Gucci. I listen straight real shit. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, or with mm-hmm. the it always crazy shit. So I like to cater to the men. Niggas don't feel comfortable, you know, and there's no disrespect to Cardi or Nikki or any of the girls that are like Meg. Like, I love them. I think that they're fucking dope. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But mm-hmm. some men feel uncomfortable, you know, listening to those that's that kind of music, you know, without feeling yeah. like they gotta listen to it on the low. Niggas be bumping they shit. Don't get me wrong. Niggas be acting like mm-hmm. they be acting real tough. But I want I do want to be the one that has like men able to like just feel comfortable blasting my music with the top down, you know, like not feeling like, you know, mm-hmm. we talking about, you know, this and the third. Like, and like I said, that's no shade to them, but just like I, I want that. I want that. So I gotta make I gotta make those songs that they gonna hit, like them shits, because I listen to it. Yeah, like more of a, you're saying like more of a universal sound, right? So it's not gender oriented. It's not like, oh, there's a female rapper talking about this, that, and the third. I don't want to bump it because it's not me. I want to be put on the line with guys too. Like I want to, I don't want to be labeled as a female artist. Like Mm -hmm. I I love being a female and being a woman and it's always about woman empowerment forever. But Mm -hmm. I want to be just an artist, a brand. Like I want to be everything cozy. I want to be Koyla Ray. I don't. Being a female artist is cool, but like, put me in the category. I, I like competition, nigga, and it's like, I want to be in the ring with the niggas too, because mm-hmm. it's a male dominant industry, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. And you've mentioned before too that, um, you know, you write all your own music and you're proud of that. Uh, would you ever consider allowing someone to ghostwrite for you? Oh yeah. So far, that's all about elevating. For real, for real. If you're not mm-hmm. a real artist. You're not a real artist if you're not going to collab with any type of fucking creator, period. Whether if it's a writer, mm-hmm. producer, mixer, song, uh, 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 instrument, you got to collab. And so far, I collab with uh, Jazzy, Joelle James, um, fucking Hitmaker, shout out to Christian, mm-hmm. Geo, nigga. Like, I done link. And it's a, uh, it's a couple people, I probably miss it too, but it's times when niggas play me they shit and I ain't want it. You know, but then this mm-hmm. time niggas mm-hmm. play big shit, and I'm like, yo, oh, Chip, shout out to Chip too. Chip, he wrote for Mad People. Like, Chip was the first person I yeah. got a song from, right? He played me songs, and I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I want this one, and I added my own verse and I made it or whatever, and mm-hmm. did what I did. And he made me feel so comfortable mm-hmm. because he was just like saying how much he worked with so many people that I'm a fan of. That's on a higher mm-hmm. scale. That's been billboards and everything. So all I could think of, well, nigga. If they fucking, nigga, these niggas is fucking big. Yeah. Like, I know they wrote their own music on their projects. If they gonna collab, why would not fucking collab? Like, nigga, are you crazy? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I wanna, like, right. we all eat. Let's, I want parts. 
I'll collab with any songwriter any day. But and, and I know too in the beginning, a lot of artists and and feel this way where it's like, oh, if I'm a rap, you know what I mean? If I'm a spit a verse or whatever, that's gotta be me. It's like some it's like this purest mentality, right? Where it's like I gotta write all my own shit, like for like for everything I do. But it's you know, it's not really like that once you get into the industry, right? Nah, well, it's like you don't want to feel like a robot, right? So it's all about mm -hmm. relationships too. So if I link with a songwriter and this person is like, it needs to be like this, or I don't like, like you're not giving me the create, like mm -hmm. my time to create a little bit and add my yeah. stuff, but then I don't want to fuck mm -hmm. with you. Does that mean you just want it your way and you trying to get paid type shit? But you know, like, for example, Jazzy, nigga, she fuck around and give me a hook, nigga, and be like, that's the rest is all you, nigga, don't ask the shit. Like, go ahead, nigga, I believe mm -hmm. you. Like, it's too hard. Like, next thing you know, I'm like, yeah. hook already done? Bad. Mm -hmm. Nigga, get this first, <laughs> shit, me. What are you talking about? Hell yeah, it make you feel good, so. No doubt, no doubt. And you'll, you'll probably get, you'll probably get this question if you haven't already. Um, Honestly speaking, from your point of view, who are your top five greatest rappers of all time? Greatest rappers? Of all time. Your five favorite great or favorite or greatest rappers of all time. Does it now do we gotta be like is it about lyrics? Uh let's do it. Let's do lyrics then. Or we could yeah. do, uh, but let's do both. Cause my favorite rapper okay. is you gotta be, have lyrics and you gotta have the the you gotta be melodic and be, be Facts. Okay. Let's do so, it. off rip, Herbo, Sosa, not lyrics wise, but just the confidence and stuff. Overall. Is, overall, because Sosa be saying some dumb shit sometimes too, but overall, that nigga's the shit. Uh, Dirk. Okay, that's three. That's all Chicago rappers. Is your top five Chicago rappers? Or? If you know, nigga, you from East Coast. Everybody, Jersey, if you look at yeah, Chicago's, like, true. you look at their main. They're top cities, nigga. Jersey's like top number is in their number five, no cap. Like for sure. It's like that around Maryland too. Where I like Meek. Meek Mill is nice too. Like Meek is somebody that okay. you gotta turn on and just and when you wanna get through some shit, you wanna and also too, I listen to 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 well, for example, Meek. I'll turn on a Meek song to kind of humble myself because a nigga went through so much more shit that I pro I haven't mm -hmm. seen. So I'll really listen to that shit and be like, damn, like and then just watch mm -hmm. his come up and just watch and just really listen to what he's saying. And I'd be like, all right, I see what's going on. Like, niggas really, really well, you got last. hard times. Um, but. Last person would be... Uh, I'm not going to lie. That nigga NBA young boy is nice, bro. <laughs> like, hey, he's a low-key young legend. Yo, that nigga is a legend. And one thing I like about him, he he put it all in his music. And that's all it's about. Yep. That's all it's about. So like I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm a that's an I'm a new fan favorite. And also I fuck with the whole Atlanta and YSL. The whole YSL. Mm -hmm. Lonely Child is my shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yo, we was on the road to like I forgot I think we were driving to Boston, my nigga. I fell asleep with my my, my phone on Ox. Yeah. And Lonely Child was the only thing playing over and over. My mom, I woke up, my mom was like, can you please change the song? I know all the words by now. <laughs> I've been listening to this shit. She was driving. I was like, that's why. Because you can hear it in his voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can hear that shit. Like, the pain. Right, one of his songs made me cry. I was just telling, I was just showing my mom uh, the song with Which him one? and his mom. Him and his mom? Oh. Come on, bro. That's like, oh, and, 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 and it's crazy. I have to say this because... 
and and I don't want to sound like messy or anything too, but Kodak Kodak is my favorite rapper for sure. Like he's definitely mm-hmm. in my top, you know. And and I hope that they'll be able to work things out amongst them too, because them niggas them niggas together, ah oh man, it's fucking. Man, Kodak Kodak is a whole nother legend in his own right. That nigga, that nigga Kodak's is crazy. number one out of everybody. That nigga is a gold melodies. He's singing. He talking. He don't give a fuck. He's like deep shit. Yeah. He be having bars too. He, he be, be like, having bars too. Hitting, hitting that shit. Like, yeah, that nigga is lit, bro. Free Kodak, go cap. He said. He said this one line. I forgot what song it was, but he was like, "They gave my dog a life sentence. He can't even read a book." He said, <laughs> "That nigga said, you kill a street nigga, get a dime. Kill a rat nigga, get a dub." Big chain on my neck, don't fuck. Hey, fuck they you know, like stuff. Hey, yo, that nigga hey. crazy. <laughs> yeah, shit. Man, for sure, for sure. No doubt. But um shit, what else you got coming up? What should we be on the lookout for? Well, Better Days is out, so stream that featuring Fetty Wap. You know that's going crazy. I'm about to drop an EP. Nice. And also, too, like I got a lot of shit that's like all my like I got a a, a song with with got it called uh Another one called Beast is crazy. I don't know how much. I don't know if y'all be doing premieres and shit, but y'all niggas y'all. Oh, is that gonna be a single? Yeah, that's gonna that's okay. gonna that's going on the EP, and that's gonna be fucking crazy. Like so. So is that the one after Better Days, or you got something in between? I'm gonna send it to you so you could. I'm gonna send. Okay, it. I'm with it. I'm, I'm with it. it. I'm trying to hear it. Early, so you could listen to it for real. I want you to vibe no with doubt. it. I want you to become a fan so we could we could prepare for uh we could go ahead and do a premiere. You could be the first to go ahead and preview with it some shit. No doubt. That sounds good to me. Um shit. And last but not least, we play a game at the end of each interview with every single one of our guests. Let's do it. You ready? You ready? All right, the name of the game is Smash or Pass. I'm gonna give you some names. All you gotta do is say if you smash or pass on. All right. All right, let's get it. Uh, Chris Brown. Pass. All right. Uh, Nardwar, the human serviette. I think got money. <laughs> Pass. Smash. <laughs> Nardwar, what's? Yo, I saw that interview too that you were in. He pulled out that vinyl record with your dad on. With your dad on the door. You hadn't even heard that song before, won't it? He called me off guard as fuck that day. And I was with, so I was like, damn, I don't want, I was just, I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? Shout out to But he was ready for you. He brought that out the, the cut. Like, I didn't even see it with it. That's what made me so surprised. I felt like, you know, okay, a little important. I was like, I'm not even, you're not here for me. But she was looking. I like it. There you go. There you go. All right. Next up, we got Lil Xan. <laughs> he got overbite like me. <laughs> you got what? He got a he got a little well my overbite is like going away, but he got an overbite like uh, me. <laughs> I'll be seeing the comments. Yo, you know what you're call me Lil Zan. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. For real? Isn't that so fucked up? That nigga used to make fun of me, bro, and be like Lil Zan. I used to be like, yo, oh my god, I can't wait to get braces and shit on y'all niggas no cap. Like I was I was I be reading the comments sometimes and they be going in and like it's crazy like they say because he was stuck in your 
you were sucking your thumb or something when you were little or something like that. I don't know. Listen, this is what's crazy. They they either I, get, I have my overbite. They talk about my overbite. I get my braces. Mm -hmm. Oh, why'd you talk get your, your braces? braces? We love your brain. We love the overbite. We now you're gonna sound different. Like suck my dick, nigga. Watch my teeth with these cold gates, nigga. Fresh out the gum. No veneers to me. Crazy. I like that. So so how, how long you got to have the braces in for? Like another couple years? Probably for like. Honestly, my overbite was so big, our bottom was crooked, our teeth is lining up so mm -hmm. crazy. I say another like eight more months and they're off. Okay. Bet that, bet that. Um, all right, so next we got Michael B. Jordan. Mm. Okay, okay. Next up we got Adam Levine from Maroon Five. Adam's fire. <laughs> yeah. I'm just That's you? Adam is fire. He's cute. Adam's a cute. Okay. Bet I'll take that. Um, all right. And this is the last one, right? Last 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 one. Last one. Takashi69. Pass. Not my type. Oh, so you just gonna pass that right along. I don't like Spanish boys. Like I don't it's okay. not that like I don't like like uh, okay, let me say this again. I like Spanish boys, because I actually don't discriminate. I like Spanish niggas, but I just that's just not like. I so what's your type? What 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 is called your type? Rough, like you know, okay. like rough, like. Like Casanova. Nah, cat Cas. Like the, the baby. Rough. Nah, the baby's like too big. Like them niggas is just like. <laughs> so so tough, tough but not too tough is what you're saying. Nah, I like them rough. I like hood niggas. Like I or like you know, I like them. I like ugly niggas. Okay. Okay. I fair Oh, I'm a child like personality. Like you gotta be funny, bro. Like you gotta be mm. funny. I'm old, and you can't be on no weird shit. Like I don't like too flam flamboyant. Like you know, like I need my you know, like selfies. It depends. Like how you take your selfies, I judge and everything. Like mm -hmm. if they a nigga take your selfies, you you is how is how you for real. You can tell. You can just tell. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If a nigga is on his so so, which way you gotta take the selfie? Which which if which way you like gotta do this, it? Like taking videos and shit like that, like going like this, like I don't like that. That's us to you. So if you like, if you like this, like, like, like you don't give a fuck. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying, like <laughs> nigga, like come on, like you know I don't like pretty boys at all, at all, okay. bro. at all. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, here we have Coy Laray. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for sharing some of your time and interviewing with us right now. Appreciate you. Thanks for coming out. Thanks. Thanks. I'm gonna, need my, I'm gonna need my merch too. I'm sending you your merch, nigga, and I'm so glad I got to meet you. You understand? Now every time I see rap, I'm gonna see your face. Hey, let's get it. You can quarantine the body. But you can't quarantine my soul.